Hello, this is Michelle. This is Gail. Welcome to Radio Free X. That's us. That's us, our intermittent podcast. Um, you know, we haven't podcast in a while. I think we hit a pandemic wall, honestly. Mm-hmm. <sighs> because it's just been so long. <laughs> it's... Yeah. I mean, it's been great with having a president who was a competent adult and just Finally. is quietly doing his job. But there's still um, people are, there's the stop Asian hate that needs to happen and there's still shootings. And so I think Gal and I just got a little tired of talking to each other about serious things. Yeah, because there's been so many serious things to talk about. And we talk about it in our off podcast life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yes, apologies, but we hit a pandemic wall. It happens. But maybe we're past it. Yeah, I think we're past it. Spring is in the air. There are cherry blossoms. Mm-hmm. There's still too many shootings. Mm-hmm. I got a vaccination. Gail yeah. got vaccinated today. I got my first shot anyway. First shot. York has a, a fairly efficient vaccination system. Yeah, it was pretty efficient. One way. Go in, register, wait for nurse, get a shot, go... Make sure you're going to be okay and leave. Yeah. So you too can get a vaccination. Because at this point, most <laughs> adults are eligible. All adults in Pennsylvania okay. are. And the, uh, the goal was to have all adults in the country eligible by next Monday. But I think that most places are past that already. Mm-hmm. Because there are still people out there. Um, I was in the park this weekend and there was some kind of flag football tournament coming on with kids from like elementary school to high school age. And there was just massive people and not a mask in sight. Parents, coaches, small children who cannot be vaccinated because the vaccines are 16 plus. Mm-hmm. And it's just appalling. There's, Gail said, how many cases in New York? The have been 200 plus cases every day for a week and schools are closing down because of yeah there there's one high school here that has 11 cases in the past couple uh, well in the past i think it's in the past 14 days but mm-hmm. still that's a lot for a not one of the larger high schools yeah and plus those are the people who are symptomatic yeah Usually. Yeah, and then and seeing that this weekend makes me, the the tournament this weekend made me realize that, well, a lot, there was a West York team, so that's probably. Yeah, West York has three schools that are shut down because of COVID cases. Yeah. We were out, um, wandering out Counselor, I was taking Cherry Blossom pictures and we were getting Gail some sun after her vaccination, mm-hmm. um, and there was a youth soccer team, it was the, the little tiny like, ones. little tiny ones, and I think there was one girl who had a mask and props to her for having a mask because it's so hard i mean to have a mask when nobody around you adults and your coaches don't and the other kids don't and so Mm -hmm. we put our masks on even though no one was around to show a little bit of solidarity yep because it's really important to model good behavior Mm -hmm. and get your vaccinations Mm -hmm. because covid is still out there hopefully um with the summer there will be fewer cases, but um, if we don't get people vaccinated <laughs> fall and winter, it will come back with a vengeance. <laughs> yeah. So. And places are opening up. And even if they aren't officially opening up, people are just doing whatever they want. Mm-hmm. It seems like every 
restaurant looks crowded and yeah there's a plaza azteca that's opened by us recently and they're a little overpriced we did try it but since the day they opened their par- parking lot has been packed every hour mm-hmm. and like i went to our, one of uh, one of the pizza places around here a few days ago that i was going to go in and pick up a sub but i couldn't even get in the door mm-hmm. because there were so many people in there so i just left yeah because it's not safe it's really not and people are doing it anyway and businesses are letting them and I can understand how businesses are well I can't really businesses aren't supposed to have more than 75% of their capacity and uh, I don't know I don't know people people yeah behave responsibly people yeah. I have a vaccine appointment on Friday. So we decided to stagger them in case. In case one of us doesn't feel good. One of us has an overclocked immune system to fight the virus. Mm-hmm. But it's pretty, it's really smart science. Yeah, it really is. It's the mRNA amazing. vaccine. I mean, the human body is a natural. Mm-hmm. If you can, I, I read this somewhere, that if you can start using the human body as a natural pharmacy and teach it to fight things, I mean, that's amazing (laughs) that they made a copy of the spike protein which is unique to covid um sars covid two is it's yeah it's a long yeah but they so they made a copy of the spike protein and (laughs) basically trained your body to fight fight sense the spike protein and which is unique to covid and so yeah it's very impressive to just kind of teach your body in advance by like showing it pictures mm-hmm. without actually having to expose you to the coronavirus it's really cool the science it is, is so cool. smart mm-hmm. and there's a couple of women who are actually involved in the science i guess mm-hmm. we should look them up and talk about them sometime yeah because the mrna vaccine or mrna as a vaccine trying to or working on it has been around for decades yeah, it's not a completely new technology. It no, just hasn't been used in the vaccine before. Yeah, they just had it. They knew that this sort of thing would happen eventually, and so they developed the technology ahead of time. Oh, I read they were partly developing it for AIDS or for cancer. I'm not yeah. sure. Yeah, but they figured out that they could use it as a as a means of fighting COVID. Which is brilliant. Yeah. Really smart science. Yeah, we need more <coughs> smart scientists out there. And we need more people who believe the smart scientists. Well, we need to... We need to stop just educating people to the test. Yeah. I mean, that's what standardized testing has not done wonders for schools. No, and neither has... Well, I mean... it's It goes... Back before standardized testing, mm-hmm. being smart has always been difficult for Americans. Or it has been for decades. Huh? Smart people, there, there's the thread of anti-intellectualism in American culture that has always been there. It hasn't always been there. It used to be people... Uh, well, there when Emerson and the Transcendentalists, there used to be these... New England town halls where people would go and 
farmers would self-educate and it hasn't always been Americans used to self-educate and they used to be very proud of learning things and they used to be very proud of debate and you can't just say anti-intellectualism has always been an American thing because it hasn't okay fine (laughs) it hasn't it's very modern it is fairly modern I mean it's There has always been this... Well, okay, not always. For a very long period of time, though, the... There has been a... Sort of a... a, I'm not saying this well at all. Um, Americans have always doubted science to some extent I mean we've got the Darwin trials and we've got the creationists and we've Americans got... you mean evangelicals or southern religious people you should not say Americans because we put a man on the moon that's not doubting yes, we, science yes we did Thomas Jefferson was one of our, we had scientists as founding fathers we did. I mean, the, the anti-intellectualism could be a lashback to women getting jobs. I mean, it could be. I mean, you're you're yeah. just painting this I'm, broad I'm sweep of Americans, and deep. there's been the patriarchy fighting back against women advancing, and religion fighting off, fighting back against secularism, and people starting to doubt that the white male in charge of the family had all the answers, and that's been part of the science pushback. And the education pushback. I mean, there's always been there to just say Americans. Okay, fine. We need I'm, to have I'm, a more detailed conversation about yeah, when we would anti-intel. I mean, it's partly on the college level. The elites, the liberal elites. Whenever the liberal elites got, I mean, I remember Barbara Foley at Northwestern and all the the protests. It was probably started in the. Seventies, actually, yeah. with the civil rights stuff. Yeah, maybe when college campuses starting to be viewed as radical beds of, you know, communist thought. True. Yeah, <laughs> and or, so, or in the fifties when they when there was the, the red scares and yeah. yeah. So when they started to view colleges and higher education as yeah, sus- radicalizing suspects. people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe that's it. Yeah. But, I mean, the GI Bill was to get people into co- white service men into college. Mm-hmm. So education has always been seen as a tool. It was when they started to try to keep it from certain individuals. Mm-hmm. But you just can't say Americans have always been anti-education because there's a whole hell of a lot of people in New England who have always been crotchety old farmers who educated themselves on the side. Yeah. And prided themselves on it. Mm-hmm. It just, it really depends on region, state, religion. I mean, America is really, like, this this recent political, or the last election and all of this, I've, you know, you become more aware of exactly how different states are. Yeah. And regions of the country. I mean, mm-hmm. America has always been crazy patchwork quilt of places but mm-hmm. I mean now you've got companies wanting to pull out of places that were going to be inclusive 
like Tennessee, I guess. I was reading an article about how there was a trans billionaire who is bugging the governor to that there was a promise of inclusiveness and now there's these anti-trans bills in and you know what is the future is the future all of these polit polit republican polit politicians who seem to be to the right of their own constituents mm-hmm. <laughs> or, the right. or is the future going to be businesses that realize that gay people and black people and people of color have money and are <laughs> and our potential customers yeah, yeah. and shouldn't be ignored which is we're going to take a break here and decide if we actually want to talk about that in the next half of our podcast yep and we're back to talk about how corporations are helping people more than the government and <laughs> this point, our local state governments mm-hmm. corporations are more reliably on the side of rights than your local republican politicians which is why you should vote out your local republican politicians yep because honestly, corporations shouldn't have that much power. No, they really shouldn't. But at least they're on the right side this time. Mm-hmm. Although I did read that Pfizer had said they weren't going to um, fund politicians who supported the insurrection and now they've started giving money to somebody again. Somebody said. Yeah, it's been three months, so a lot, so some of the companies are returning to their old ways yeah well just don't fund insurrectionists and vote them out yeah um but the trans we want to talk about the trans trans bans trans bills in so many parts of the country yeah there are like at least 30 states that have trans uh, anti-trans bills in somewhere in the pipeline in their legislatures and most of them are targeting um i guess the uh, the easiest entry level target is to target trans women athletes because mm-hmm. they're saying they always say boys in the locker room and it's just it's an easy what? way to stir up fear oh. that trans girls are actually boys in the girls locker room because they want to cop a feel or something that's one of the entry level fears that mm. the right <laughs> stirs up mm-hmm. which is just ridiculous yes it is and just a fear-mongering tactic mm-hmm. Definitely. or that the trans girls will be better than girls right and yeah it's middle school and elementary school and it's also not true no it's and not. people need sports for socialization and you should not keep trans girls from that um, yeah competing. there's no reason to yeah. keep them out of their school teams. Yeah, it's just fear-mongering, mm-hmm. um, which the NCAA agrees with. The NCAA backs transgender athletes, says events will be in places free of discrimination. Mm-hmm. Um, as Republicans in more than two dozen states target transgender athletes, the NCAA Board of Governors says it firmly and unequivocally supports the opportunity for transgender student athletes to compete in college sports. This is from an NBC News article, April 12, 2021. Joe Yurkaba. Um, and because of the voter suppression bills in Georgia, um, the Major League Baseball's pulling out, uh, pulled the... The All-Star game. Yeah, because the Players Union voted too. Mm-hmm. And they're also, um, mo- a couple of movies have pulled out of Georgia. Mm-hmm. And Tennessee is getting some pushback about whether their trans bills are going to affect the, um... How inviting an environment they are for companies. Mm-hmm. Because if you're discriminating, you can't be in an open environment for companies that 
don't want to discriminate. Yeah. Yeah, because companies are coming around to the fact that they're these discrimination bills are discriminating against their potential customers. Right, because money talks in America. Yeah, it does. Um, which is not the best thing. No, but, but at least it's something. Yeah, but I'm, I think Republican politicians at the moment are to the right of what their constituents actually want. Because most people know a gay person and aren't hateful about it. Right. <laughs> and yeah. yet Republicans, since the Tea Party, have pushed the most seemingly most hateful, most reactive people into political positions. Yeah, they have. Which is just horrible. Yeah. And the entire company is suffer the entire country is suffering mm-hmm. because of it. And so it's great that companies are stepping up. Um there are companies where did that go? I just looked up something. Companies that are pushing back against anti-trans bills, and I can't find it, but it should be in my history. Um, 56 major companies respond to... 56 major companies respond to alarming effort to erase transgender people from legal protections. Um, What is this from? I can't find a date. From the National LGBTQ Task Force. Noting that diversity and inclusion are good for business and that discrimination significantly harms transgender people and imposes enormous productivity costs, the same calls for respect and transparency in policymaking and for full equality under the law. You should call your senators and push for the Equality Act. Yes. That needs to happen. Um... 14 plus LGBTQ community organizations, Accenture, Adobe Systems, Airbnb, uh, Altria Group. Isn't Airbnb like iffy on racism? Potential? <laughs> uh, Some know. of the Airbnb hosts, I think. Altria yeah, Group, Amazon, American Airlines, Apple, BNY, Ben and Jerry's. Ben and Jerry's are the jam. Mm-hmm. They have a Colin Kaepernick. Don't they? Yeah. Ice cream. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Google, Hogan Lowell's, IBM, Intel, Intuit, Iron Mountain, J.P. Morgan, Levi, LinkedIn, Lyft. Eh. If only they could be pro union. Nike, Ropes and Gray, Royal Bank of Canada, S and P Global, to Twitter, Uber, Warber Parker, Warby Parker. There should be more names on that list. Yeah, there should. <sighs> yes, do not erase transgender people from equal protection. Do not erase anyone on the LGBTQIA plus spectrum. We're adding in the A because A is for asexuals. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. It's not for allies. Some people think it's for allies. What's the I for? Intersex, maybe? Okay. I think. I just was discovering the asexual thing mm-hmm. because I've been reading up a lot about that recently so equality act call your senators donate to that <laughs> aclu and other things pushing back make sure that when you vote make sure when you're registered to vote and you're paying attention to your primary candidates on school boards and stuff like that because the best way to protect um transgender students is to make sure that really conservative republicans don't 
monopolizes school boards. No Republican mm-hmm. should run unopposed. Too many places in this country, Republicans run unopposed. Mm-hmm. So if you've got the temperament for it or the inclination or you see that there's a need, step up. Encourage Democrats to run run primary Republicans if you're a Republican and decent. Um, All right, so to sum up here, um, get your vaccination. Uh, protect protect trans kids. Protect trans kids. And if you're a trans kid, don't listen to people. Just be you. Be you. Be proud. We support you. Yep. You're just who you are. Yeah. Don't let anybody change you. Mm -hmm. The universe needs you like you are. Mm -hmm. And don't let anybody tell you otherwise. Right. That's a good note to end on. All right, this is Michelle. This is Gail. Um, I'm not sure if we're rebranding or not, but um, we will be back. <laughs> if we do rebrand, it will be, Gail will be a recurring guest host. Because <laughs> it's kind of hard to coordinate with Gail's schedule. Mm-hmm. Sometimes. And energy levels. Because mm-hmm. her work schedule's all over the place. So, um, take care. We'll and talk to you soon. Yep, bye.